the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You were made to think big, too big, baby. But tomorrow can be bigger. Just grow, let the world overflow, yeah. Live a life bigger than yourself. You're created for greatness. Live a life bigger than yourself. This is the Live Big Broadcast with Derek Greer. The Word of God is full of life-changing power. So our prayer is that this broadcast equips you to live a life so big that it impacts everyone and everything around you. Remember to hit the notification bell on YouTube to get this teaching and worship with us live each week. Let's join Bishop Greer as we continue our previous message. You see, God did not promise Joshua and he doesn't promise you that it will necessarily be easy. But he does promise it will be worth it in the end. Because you will have to sometimes fight through the toughest days to get to your best days. You see, the flesh, the devil, and this world are cruel. And they will not let you get out of their their, their clutches without a fight. The devil's not only cruel, he's a bully. He will intimidate you as long as you let him. And bullies will go on and on and on and on until you make a decision to put your foot down. Now, certain times in your life, and I'm not advocating violence or anything like that, but in the world I grew up in, and this was a long time ago, a different space at a different time. But sometimes as a young man, I had to make a decision. Well, they're going to keep bullying me, and I'm going to have to live with it, or I'm just going to take a beating and put an end to it. I don't advocate violence. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. But it's easy to miss that. Success was not assured because Joshua was a great leader. Success was not assured because Israel was a great nation. Success was assured because the great God Jehovah was with him. Take everything from me. As long as the Lord doesn't leave me, I'm going to be all right. He said, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. It's the God with me. It's the God with you that makes all the difference. He said, I will not leave you nor forsake you. Your family may walk out on you. Friends may turn their back on you. But I discovered God's not like people. God stayed with me when I had nothing and no one. God stayed with me when people were saying good things about me and bad things about me. He was with me when things looked up and when things looked 
down. Why would God bring us this far just to now leave us? For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance. These are, these are imperative statements. These are not statements with question marks. And you've got to stretch that question mark into an exclamation point. And this is what God was doing in the heart of Joshua. I want to say that again. You will not be able to possess that which God has for you with that big old question mark in your heart. But what's amazing is here, the Holy Spirit, God himself, is ministering to Joshua. And because of this conversation that Joshua has with the Lord, he finds the strength to do everything that's in this book. He said, be strong, Joshua. Everything God speaks speaks, has strength in it to bring it to pass. God said light be and light was. Light had no choice but to do what God said to do. And when God sends his word, he will fulfill it. When you have God's word on it, God has already released his power on behalf of the thing he promised. So when God speaks this word, he's infusing Joshua with everything that is spoken. This is why we're in the word week after week, so God can infuse us with everything he has spoken. He said, be strong, Joshua, and of good Courage. Obviously, Joshua felt weak. Obviously, he must have felt a little bit fearful or God would need to say what he's saying. And we will all feel discouraged at times. We will all have moments when we think we're not smart enough, we're not spiritual enough, we're not connected enough, we're not good enough, we're not well-trained enough. But you can't go with God and stay where you are. So God was telling Joshua, snap out of it. Man up. Pull through. It's time to do this thing. I recognize Moses is dead. But Joshua, you are still alive. And I still require things of your life. And I place things in you that I didn't place in Moses. Moses was for his generation. But Joshua, you are for this generation. And I need you to show yourself a man. I need you to become everything I've called you to be, Joshua. For this people shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to the fathers to give them. Joshua, you could do this. Only, only, only. I love it when God boils it down to one thing. Not 77 things, not 116 things, but only. Joshua's only responsibility before God in order to take the land your only responsibility to take back your family, to, 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 to take back the, those things that are important to you, is only stop being weak. Be strong. It doesn't 
take strength to hate someone. It takes strength to forgive someone. I have found in my life, God will make me as strong as the devil can be mean. He said, Joshua, if you're going to step into next, if you're going to enter this promised land, be strong. Joshua, you got to be solid when everyone else folds. Joshua, when life gets rough, you, you got to stay tough. Joshua, you got to be stronger than what you feel. Joshua, you got to be stronger than your emotions. Joshua, you need to, to be willing to square up and face the, face the next crazy thing that happens in your life because it will. The issue is not the giants in the land. The issue is the faith in your heart. Joshua, would you dare believe me that I alone am God and I, 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 I see the future from the past and I, I know what will happen. And have I not promised, Joshua? Joshua, all I'm requiring of you is to show up. All I'm requiring you is to lift your head up and square your shoulders, Joshua. Be strong and very. Why did he put very on there? Because life, man, it, it, sometimes you got to be very. Yeah. yeah. See, that's some of y'all problem. Y'all just whatever, but you're not very yet. God said, I'd rather you hot or cold, but, you know, you, I'd rather you vary on either side than, than, than Luke, you know, in the, okay. And very courageous. Now, why would he need to feel courageous if he, um, to be courageous if he didn't feel afraid? I mean, courage is only needed when you're being afraid. See, scared may be what I'm feeling, but brave is what I'm doing. Scared may be what you're feeling but brave got to be what you're doing. Put one foot in front of the other. Keep doing what God's called you to do. And in good time and in due time, you will see your harvest. Now, it's a conditional promise. You got to be strong and courageous that you may observe. I mean, you can see with your own eyes. To do according to the law of Moses, my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it from the right hand or the left, meaning the only way that Joshua was going to accomplish what God had for him was to get his focus back. He was focused on his loss. He was focused on who was not with him anymore. He was focused on the good old days. And God was like, yes, I gave you 30 days for that. I gave you time and space for that. And yes, I want you to to grieve and deal with your emotions, but 30 days has passed. Moses is dead. And you'll find in life what you choose to focus on is what expands. You want to know the key to a long, happy marriage? Learning to focus on the positive and not just the negative. Yeah. Stop letting toxic memories rent space in your head. Raise the rent and kick them out. 
I'm not letting that cheap thought in here anymore. I'm going to raise the bar. I will not meditate and focus. I use this illustration. I used to use it in marriage counseling when they used to let me do it. I I hear I'm too hard, so I I don't do it a whole lot anymore. But here's the deal. You see this? This dot. When you focus on the dot, you miss everything else. Yeah. What happens in our marriages, we focus on what they're not doing, what they did, they didn't do that, they didn't do it, and they miss everything else. You could do that with your children. Folks, they didn't get the right grade, they didn't do this, you just become a cloud of negativity every time you come in the house. And you miss all the other things that God has done. All right. So he said, listen, you need to get your focus back that you may prosper wherever you go. So you got to win in your mind before you win in your life. He said, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. You see, back then they read the Bible out loud. They would mutter it as they read it. And they'd actually often bounce and that type of thing. But they didn't read in their head. They'd read out loud. Loud. And, and he's saying here that the, the way we stay strong and courageous is by staying in God's Word. Keep coming on Sundays. Keep listening on the internet. Lift your hands to worship when, when you're down. Have a time and a moment of, of, of prayer, and, and, and you'll find yourself, if you, if you just stay in this Word, you'll find strength that, that you can't explain. People are like, how are you hanging in there? How are you dealing with that sin? I, I, I just can't explain it. Jesus said this way, if you abide in me and my word abides in you, you will ask what you will and it shall be given. But what we do is we ask what we want, but we don't abide. But I've learned if I stay in the word, I don't read the Bible every day because I'm trying to be a good church boy. I read the Bible every day because I got to deal with life. I need something on the inside of me to deal with the stuff that I'm about to face. I need to know what thus said the Lord. I need the Word of God to speak to me before I face my day. I'm almost there. But you shall meditate. Nobody can do this for you. Day and night. So get into God's Word until it starts leaving things in you. Get in the Word until it starts leaving things behind in your life. At first, you might not get it, but stay at it. And eventually, you, you, you'll see, you, you, you read a verse, you read it for a thousand times, finally it pops open. And it's the very thing you needed for that moment. That you may observe to do according to all that's written. For then, you see, there was a promise that was conditional on him putting his foot down or stepping in. But here's another condition, staying in the Word. And if you want what the Word promises, you got to put the Word in. For then you will make your way, what? Prosperous. Prosperity is not a life without problems, not a life without enemies, not a life without obstacles. True prosperity is just being at peace with whatever God's created you to do. You see, you can be prosperous as a bus driver. You could be prosperous, you know, working the counter at, at, at Walmart. 
You can be prosperous as a receptionist. As long as I am where God wants me to be, I'm prosperous. Here's the deal. I've been in a place with roaches, rats. I've been in places where I had to believe God for the rent. But I was prosperous. Because I was where God wanted me for that season in my my life. Okay, y'all stuck. Okay. I got upset and let me, I'm going to come back. I'm going to wrap it up in a second. But I I was frustrated the first time I I read the life of Joseph. It, It would say that he was in Potiphar's house and God prospered him. How are you going to be a slave and prosper? Then he had the audacity to say he was in jail, but the Lord prospered him. Prosperity is not a thing. It's not how much money you have. It's being in your assignment. It's going through your process. It's It's being in that moment where God's developing you and bringing you to where you need to be. Prosperity is the presence of the Lord wherever in any situation you might be in. Prosperity has nothing to do with money, has nothing to do with circumstances. It has everything to do with God being with me. And if God be for me, who can be against me? What is the world against me if God is for me? The Lord is the strength of my life. I will not be afraid. If the Lord is with me, I shall become. Though an army come against me, I will not be afraid. The book of Hebrews says, the Lord is my helper. What can man do to me? He said, and then you will have good success. The New King James Version here says some things, some other translations don't. But the Bible here is teaching that there's good success and bad success. There's godly success and then just the worldly success. You see, good success is what God can give without guilt, without shame. Good success comes with peace and rewards in this life and the next. But now watch God. He says it for a third time. This is something of the modus operandi, the MO of God. God repeats things. That's why a scripture says, let every word be confirmed by two or three witnesses. If I just hear it once, I'm not sure, because God is repetitive. He told Abraham over and over and over and over again in the scriptures that he was going to have a child. And God will speak to you over and over and over and over and over again about what he wants you to do. And actually, that's the ministry of the Holy Spirit. He'll say it until you get it. But here, God raises his voice a little bit. Like I said it nicely. Then I enlarged upon it the second time I said it, and I added a very in there and and all that. But um, Joshua, who's talking to you right now? Have I not commanded you? Snap out of it. This is not optional. This is not a suggestion. Joshua, this world will eat your, your, your lunch. It will eat you alive 
if you don't find some grit in this moment. Joshua. See, God will talk to you the way you need to be talked to. Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid in case you're not under. Do not. Do not let fear rob you of your future. Do not be afraid nor dismayed. If this was written today, dismayed, instead of dismayed, the word there would be depressed. And again, when your Moses dies and you're uncertain of your future, your past seems brighter. Maybe you've gotten older and you say, my best days are behind. You, 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 you can become depressed. But God is speaking into Joshua's life. Do not be depressed. Joshua, there's hope even when your brain tells you there isn't. For the Lord, your God, is with you wherever you go. When I was a skinny ninth grader, I lived in Long Island, New York, outside of New York City, actually two counties outside of New York City. It was a blue-collar, but working-class neighborhood, and it was a tough area. And uh, I hung out with this guy named Kenny. Now, Kenny was no joke. He had some of the biggest hands you've ever seen. And he was afraid of no one. And, and Kenny and I were, were, were friends. So, because of Kenny, I would sit in the back seat of the bus, which was the gangster seat. <laughs> yep. To school. But because of Kenny, no matter how crazy things got, if things popped off, I knew somebody had my back. And what God's telling Joshua I'll be your Kenny. And what God's telling you, you need to discover your Kenny. You see, God's not asking us to square our shoulders, look people in the eye, stand up for righteousness because we're all that. But because someone far greater than Kenny is with you. I'm going to read nine again, and you're going to understand it now. Light bulb's going to go off. God did not tell Joshua to be strong because he was already strong. God didn't tell him these things because Joshua already had these things in himself. God is getting, you know, he's raising his voice a little bit. Have I not commanded you? Be strong. And of good courage, do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you. 
It's a disgrace for you to be ashamed that the living God's living on the inside of you. It's a disgrace for you to back up if God told you to go forward and he's standing with you. Do you realize who's standing with you in your life? If you had a revelation of God on the inside, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Half the fears, half the anxiety, half the worry we deal with wouldn't be there. He said, listen, don't do those things, not because you're great, Joshua. I see your frailty right now. I see your issues. But because the Lord your God is with you wherever you go, but it's within this assignment. And my prayer today is that you get confidence that God is with you. Just stay in your lane. Just do what God's assigned you to do. And if you walk into it, you may not be able to figure it out beforehand, just like I can't figure out how God did all this. But if you walk into it, if you just keep walking, Despite the fear, the trepidation, and all the discouragement, you if you would just keep walking, you will see God do what only he could do. But again, it's not because you're great. It's because he's great. Give God a hallelujah and a hand clap. Amen, 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 amen. This has been Live Big with Derek Greer, the radio broadcast ministry of Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. It is our sincere prayer that you are blessed and empowered to live a life bigger than yourself today. If you want to know more about becoming a Christian or want to rededicate your life to Christ, Bishop Greer wants to walk you through a step-by-step guide. It's the most important decision you'll ever make. Visit gracechurchva.org salvation to find out more. We invite you to worship with us online each Sunday on our YouTube channel at Grace Church VA TV. And while you're there, remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get all of our latest content. That's all for today. Until next time, live big. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.